What's going on, guys? It's Patrick here with Men's Health Unscripted, and I'm very excited to interview Lachelle Yuli. He is a Beverly Hills licensed medical esthetician. He it just addresses all facets of men's self-care. I would say he's probably got an expert level knowledge, and he's going to discuss with us what he's seen in the men's self-care industry and all his years of experience. So, Lachelle, how are you doing today? I'm super Same. excited to get on this call with you. Same, man. I'm doing well. I, I cannot complain. Um, it's a good day. Thanks awesome. for having <laughs> So being a licensed medical esthetician, you've had some celebrity clients. I noticed um, in reading your bio, you've kind of, you've done it all. And it, even in talking to you previously, you started just working the counters. You've taught yourself and worked your way up into the industry. So tell us a little bit about that journey and um, some of the things you've seen and maybe some men's resistance to self-care and, and just share some of those stories with us. Okay, sure. So I've, I've done it all. As you said, I started as a makeup artist. I've worked on counters. I worked in the big department stores. I've done all sort of facets through the cosmetic industry. Uh, and what I've kept coming up against, um, I kept wondering why men who are not in the industry, actors, models, what have you, were not really stepping up to the plate in the self-care department. And when I started to do some digging through uh, talking with clients, um, I realized that most men first didn't see it as a significance. There was, they didn't really, they didn't really feel that it was, they didn't see a significance. They didn't understand, they didn't have the time. And there was some resistance because it was seen as something more feminine, more frivolous to be more exact. And so I, of course, would step back and, and I started to say, well, I see that there is an opening here for men because on the one hand, we as men have been taught to compartmentalize so much of ourselves to be men, which minimize the human experience and bringing what I do, which is skincare through self-care. And that's how I bring, uh, that's how I sort of approach self-care through the skincare department because skincare is very personal. It's always changing and it's with us all the time. So it's the first thing that everything comes in contact with, everything shows up with from your lifestyle to your eating habits, to your health habits. This is with us all our lives. And this should be seen as a health, sort of a health objective versus then something that's being pampered or pretty. So when I got into my studio space in Beverly Hills, I really focused my business towards men and really focused my business towards educating men on why skincare from the health perspective is important. So that's how I got started. That's where I'm at now. That's quite yeah. the journey. Yeah. Um, so you, you kind of alluded to and previously talking to as well, skin, your skin is your largest organ in your body. Yeah, I'm sure. When you, you know, I, I definitely seen it exam time, something like that. You're stress eating a little bit more definitely more blemishes. It doesn't look as clear. Mm -hmm. And uh, as you transition to maybe eating more normal after exams, things like that, it definitely, your, my skin at least clears up. I get really stressed out around exam time. No, not a lot of sleep, all that thing. So it's not really, I'm not really, you know, a lot of students don't take care of themselves during yeah. these like really stressful times. And I think I kind of want to bring that over to a lot of 
guys are, they, they're busy with work and advancing their careers. And maybe this skincare aspect kind of falls to the wayside. So in your time, and I'm sure you, I know you deal with extremely busy clients that, how do you get them to find that space for themselves? Well, you said something very important. You know, most men are driven by uh, career and taking care of family and sort of finding a way to sort of um, make a living. And that to them equates to a certain type of masculinity. If you have a certain uh, um, live, uh, state of living, right? That sort of security. And in doing so, you're constantly neglecting self. And that's okay as a man to neglect self as long as house and home and is provided for. I feel that one needs the other. So what happens in that time, you're constantly running and doing, and you're not really stepping back to take a step back to what you, what's needed for you as a man. And it, it affects us in so many different ways. So, so one of the ways that is affected, affected men is the lack of awareness of what our needs even are. You know, so what I get to do in the skincare room, um, when they come in, I kind of explain to them, you know, first of all, what I do is not just provide a skincare service or a skin treatment. I'm also putting therapeutic touch on them. That's a place for them to sort of uh, calm the nervous system and get them to relax. Most fathers, husbands, you name it, most men, they don't even realize that that's needed with them. Then as I'm walking them through the particular treatment, sometimes it's a facial, sometimes it's a really more focused skin treatment. And let me just tell you the difference between the two and how it works. A facial ideam is sort of the introduction to any skincare that's needed. It introduces me to the skin. I introduce them to their own skin. But it's also very relaxing. That's the more pampering um, service. A skin treatment is something more focused. That's going to require a certain accountability between me and the particular client and then to go home and, and take actionable steps that they over time will get to see change. Here is where, this is where I get to teach men the beauty of process, the beauty of nurturing self in that relationship. They know if we're focusing in doing a skin treatment, that they're gonna have to go home and follow up whatever we've agreed upon. Through that, they are using the products. They are also monitoring and learning how, from our conversation, how to read their own skin. And something happens when, when you start to go down that process, when you get to see a change. Now, most men, well, people to, in general, but most men really, because they're kind of new to the skincare game, they don't understand that things don't turn over right away. It's not microwavable. Skincare does not work like that. It takes about skin seven to eight weeks to change. And so most guys, and in the interim is like, I, I don't want to do this. You know, it's, it's, I don't see the significance. It's taking too long. And, and I equate it to a muscle in the gym. You know, how long does it take you? You can either go in a gym for a pump just to get that 
superficial pump. I can do superficial facials. That's fine too, if that's what you want. But you can go if you really want to see the body change. You know that it takes time. It's the same with the skin. The skin is a form of a muscle too. So once you start planting that in understanding and they start to see that change, something changes with them. Um, let me also add that in doing the day-to-day -day grind, most men don't even take care of themselves in terms of the doctor. They don't even know to go see the doctor. So there's so many other things that they're neglecting, not just their skin. There's so many other things that they're neglecting, trying to keep up with this race, trying to make a living. And so in the room, I get to even educate them on, well, just through our working together in the skin focused treatment department, it also opens the door for them to go down other wellness pathways. So this is how I use what I do in the rooms to really have men take a minute to stop, learn about themselves, connect with themselves in a way normally that they would not be able to, would not even think to connect to themselves. So it's changing the conversation about skincare. You're, yeah, it seems like you're using skincare as the portal to get to truly exploring yourself. And I think you kind of hit the nail on the head there with take time to listen to your body and see really what your body needs. And we can kind of go back to the beginning of this conversation too, where you said, and I love that you said this, is that a lot of times guys don't even know what they need. Mm -hmm. It's just, it, and you see it with, in times that we've gone out into the community and discussed men's health, honestly, at times it's wildly unsuccessful. And it's usually somebody's wife, like get over there and talk to them about whatever yeah. it is. And they're still super hesitant to even come talk to us. And uh, Cam, he'll, uh, he's a, a semi-regular on the podcast. He's one of my classmates. And, you know, he's, he'll say anything. So he's like, sir, get over here and come tell us about your prostate. And it's like, <laughs> kind of, it's kind of funny and it softens it up a little bit. So, and sometimes guys come over a lot of times it's the women directing them over to us. And a mm -hmm. lot of times guys themselves won't like, we're not here to give you a prostate exam in public. You know what I mean? We just want to talk to you about some risk factors and we want to just let you know of some good you know, whole foods to eat, what kind of like exercise you need as far as time frame and intensity, not putting a dietary restriction on anybody, not telling you you have to like go be a bodybuilder or an Olympic athlete or CrossFitter or whatever. It's just, this is what you need in general terms. And it's a very bare bones aspect and they come to us for more, right? So we have more information that we provide through the podcast, more information that we provide through blogging and community stuff. But just kind of like, you said they don't even know. And so how do you kind of get them to explore inward? I mean, how do you open up that conversation? Because I'm sure at times it can be very difficult. Um, it, it can be, it can be, but what I've learned, it's funny you said that, you talked about uh, your, 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 your partner bringing up prostate through humor. And I wanna make sure that I say this respectfully. What I've noticed um, is even when skincare brands start to market towards men, they either do it two ways, either through this bro fraternity-like humor 
or this super ultra masculine, you know, I'm playing to that hardcore masculinity in you. And, and sometimes that works for certain men and sometimes that does not work. You, I think you have to meet men face on, face on. When I talk to men, I'm face on as I've talked to you. So it's a respect of us as being adults and coming from here in my heart. I think, and I think, I don't know what your experience is with your male friendships is. You've ever heard the term that women have face-to-face -face friendships and men have side-to-side -side friendships? Because what happens is men, we only become intimate with each other from a side perspective, because it's something about us facing each other and really being vulnerable with each other and honest with each other. It's a little scary. So it's, let me see what I get, you know, if I'm vulnerable, let me see if I get it back from him. And if he gives it back to me, and it's sort of this thing until there's a comfort level. How I approach men in the treatment room, I just, I become very much of service to them where I just take my ego down. I look who's in front of me and I'm right in front of them. Obviously through a, a treatment, once I, once you're in the treatment room and you're getting a facial from, some, from someone, it's already, already intimate. I'm touching your face, I'm touching your body. So that's already disarming for them. And then I'm just very honest with them. Most men, and I'm sure you can agree with this, we had a really nice conversation. When you just speak from the heart and you're honest as another man, men go, oh, okay, I can, I can, I can be this way too. I feel the same way too. You've let your guard down, now they'll let their guard down. That brings it to the face-to-face. -face. And that's what I do. I think more men, I think bringing vulnerability in is true, true strength. That's true masculinity to me. I don't know, I need help. So to your question, to your, your statement of most men don't come up, their wives push them. Do you know partly why most men don't come up and talk about their feelings? It's because they don't even know how. Some of them want to. They just get stagnant. I mean, I'm sure you've had instances where you probably wanted to say something and address something and didn't even know how to form the words. Of course. So you frozen and you stayed back, which looks like resistance. So that's why it's great that men like yourself, men like myself are doing the work that we're doing because men like to see themselves. So often that's not the case. And especially not the case in the esthetician world. You know, there's not a lot of men here. There are men around. There's not a lot of men here. And so I think it makes it easier for them with me because I am a man and I, and I meet them exactly with who they are and where they are. And I'm able to have a conversation from there. Yeah, I, I really like how you referred to the side to side relationships. And I think mm -hmm. we, we did discuss it a little bit. And I, I'll just phrase, I phrase it in a different way, but it's like your guys' friendships are like sports, chicks, cars, and, and it stays. And I mean, it is what it is, like whatever topic it is, but it's always very superficial. Yeah. It's just like, hey, let's talk about sports. And you can talk about sports for hours. And you've just, you've had an interaction with somebody, maybe had a couple beers, like you had a good time, but you never really dove deeper into what's going on or hey how are you doing how's work how's your family and and then you know you can always just be like oh good and brush it off and i like how you take that on as hey i'm going to treat you like an adult 
and I'm going to explain to you why you need this. And a lot of good points. You know, we say, you know, same thing as what we've noticed is when you watch TV and you're watching the media and what they perceive as men. So you had like the macho machismo and the frat guy. But what about all the commercials are dick pills, hair loss. Yeah. And it, it really, it legitimately, I, I sit there and it kind of pisses me off because guys are so much more than dick pills and hair loss. And that's really all we get credit for right now. And, and that's just, I don't know if that's how the media sees this or that's how, you know, they, maybe is that's like what they think that we want. I don't know, but it's, I it's, it, I, yeah, it's I just, think it's irritating. I think it's a circle, right? So here we go. Let's talk about relationships really quickly. Sure. Love so to. women always say, I want a man who's very vulnerable, who's able to talk to me. He's ready to open up and take the initiative because all those things, taking initiatives and, and being thoughtful takes a certain introspection as a man that you have to be in certain church of certain emotions, right? And you could be masculine or you can be, um, I don't know, um, beta male, however you want to call it. But then when the man shows up vulnerable and emotional, there's a kickback from that. So I think culture says they want men to be these things and then sort of uh, rejects it when they show that, right? So it's it's that sort of crazy um, circle, uh, hypocrisy, however you want to call it. And I think it's just been a ball that just keeps going and going and going. So to your to your to your comment about dick pills and hair loss, well, I think they try to appeal to what they think men are is most important to men. The first thing, when it comes to aging, that is what we tend to focus on. My hair is lost. I'm I'm old. It's not going to work. I'm not. The virility is gone. I'm no longer a man. And right. so there is truth in that, but there's so much more than that. You know, most men in the skincare game, especially if they're of a certain age, um, won't come to me until the, the issues have so deeply set in. Now they're looking to take care of themselves because now it's so obvious. Um, men normally just have thicker skin than women. We hold our, um, our aging differently, and it all depends upon your cultural background as well, but we hold it differently a little bit longer because of that thicker skin. And so most men don't even see the significance from it. But when they do, that's when it's like, oh, I wanna start looking into this. And it becomes, now it becomes important to them. And it's right, then it becomes right up there with the hair loss and the dick pills. Because now it's like, oh, I can see it, it's happening. I, I wanna try to stop it or try to reverse it. So what I like to do is let's get them in early. Let's get them in now. If you start, start the education, start the education of telling, showing them how to read their own skin, start the education of products and ingredients, start the education of how to use these particular products and start the education on how to look for the change. It changes the perspective of that sort of virility on the, on, on the outward look. Then you are now the hair and the dick pills. I don't know. I think it doesn't, it, it, 
doesn't hold, uh, I think those things start to get looked at a little earlier than later. You know, they start to bring all that in now because now you're thinking about other parts of your uh, self-care and your health and how you can stay as um, healthy and strong and virile as long as, as, as you possibly can. So, sure. uh, yeah. Well, I, I think too, to kind of go back on your point of your skin is like a muscle as it takes time to condition it and train it and to truly be um, healthy. And I'm sure you do a lot of blood, like work with blood flow, getting to the skin, yeah. nourishing it. Mm -hmm. And so it's, it's so interesting that you kind of brought up that perspective because we did um, a while ago, we had um, uh, skincare, this gentleman opened a skincare line, um, different uh, cleansers and things like that. It was good stuff. And he was one of the first people that I saw saying like, no, this is why you guys need to take care of yourself. And kind of was alluding to the same thing of guys don't want to make that commitment they don't think it's as important to make that commitment to, I have to take care of my skin. I have to take care of myself for this long. And it's just, it's always an ongoing process where he came up um, in the skincare industry as well. I think his mom was an esthetician. So he had this background knowledge of a lot of these things and would say that women were so much more likely to just make the commitment and believe that it would work rather than guys are, guys a lot of times are very like hesitant when it comes to things. I don't know. What if it doesn't work? And that's kind of more of it is, but women are more likely to believe it and understand like, yes, I need to do this. Is that? Well, yeah. I, I, I am. I'm glad you said just that it's marketing. Marketing is everything. Mm -hmm. So women believe it because they're selling youth in a bottle. They want to believe that if I use this $500 cream, on my face that it can turn back the hands of time. I think to some degree that insults women too. I So with men, and this is why I love working with men and when they get on board, they, they are the most loyal clients because men, we are practical. Why do I need this? And I need to see results. I, fine, if I'm gonna spend $350 on a facial or more in creams, I need to know that it's making sense. Don't sell me bullshit in the bottle, okay? So with men, once they see that it works, and that's another thing I do in the room, I don't BS my guys. I don't ever tell them that this cream is going to change things that it's not going to change. I let them know exactly what the function is gonna do and exactly how it's going to affect their skin. And in the interim, how your skin becomes stronger and has a little bit more uh, what I call skin integrity. I keep it very simple and very honest. And I tell them, this is what you can look for in these particular stages. And once they see the process, that's when they go, oh, okay, I see what's going on here. I feel what's going on here. And even just them making the investment and that's really where the true magic is. When they are making the investment and the commitment and being consistent, that's where the, it changes in their mind of, oh my God, this is great. I feel great every time I come in here. This is my time with, to myself. I'm doing this at home. What more can I do? Yeah, I like that. You know, you know what more can I do? Okay, fine, let's talk. Yoga, you know, other than working out, right? Because working out is something we go to and it's fine and it helps with our stress and it helps with getting our body feeling physically virile. But what more can I do to open 
open up the stress and relax the body. Are you talking to a mental health therapist? Possibly if that's what you needed, you know, you're doing massages, are you meditating yoga? You know, we can start opening the door to more lifestyle medicine practices. And this is how I see estheticians, barbers, manicures. We are all part of that world. We are all part of lifestyle medicine. Absolutely. And this is how I introduce it to guys. So I really, um, you were, you, you went where I was going to go. So thanks. Yes. <laughs> you made my job okay. super easy. Okay. So how have you seen um, the men that become loyal clientele? And over time, you get to know them. You, I'm sure you have very intimate conversations with them, just like a barbershop would. And, and that's, it's interesting how guys will tend to kind of open up a little bit more, maybe not fully in a barbershop. And you're kind of giving that same cult, like culture, I guess, of, hey, yeah. we're a community here. Let's shoot the shit. If it goes somewhere, you know, it does. Or, and how have you seen the men who come to use mental health change? Like the classic, you know, we'll do it with sports uniforms, but we, don't, we won't do it with our skin, but like look good, feel good, play good type thing. Yeah. When they start seeing that transform, how does their mental health change? How do their potentially, when they're talking to you about relationships, how do their relationships change? Well, there's a more openness and vulnerability. There's a more honesty of vulnerability with them that allows them to, in conversation, to release some of the control, to release some of the expectations that they have put on themselves. And what happens is it opens them up to allow new things to come in. So in our conversations, I can give a perspective that they would never have thought about or even have been open to because we've built sort of a trust in the room. You know, the beautiful thing about what I do and where I do it at, it's a small studio space. So it's just me and them. It's not a barbershop where there's other men there because even that conversation is open, but it's still filtered because there are other men there. And so, and I'm a person who I've been through so many things. I've been in recovery um, for years and, uh, you know, you name and I've had some, some, some health issues. And so I'm really honest about my experience. And so I think like, once again, it's about another man seeing that I've been through this too. And I don't know everything either, Steven. And I let them know that even when I'm working on their skin, you know, their skin issues that come up, and I go, I've not seen this before. We're gonna work on this. I'm gonna do some research. And then we're gonna, I'm gonna follow up with you. And then we're gonna figure this out. And see, that is the human experience. Cause now, yes, I am the expert in this particular field, but even as the expert, I'm still willing to learn. And, and that, when, when men see that in another man, it allows them to drop the shield, especially when they feel that they can trust that person. And so that's what I see. I just see a much more ease to be open-minded, ease to be honest, you know, at least when they're in the room with me. And that is a healthy mentality. And that's how I see it change. Well, I'm sure they, they, they take that home with them mm -hmm. to a degree. Well, I would hope. And they say, well, look how easy it is. And like, look, look at the results I get, not just 
physically on, on your skin, but mentally and emotionally, look at the results I'm getting here. Even just sometimes having somebody to listen to what's going on. And once you get it off your chest at the, at bare bones, like not even have to be a therapist level uh, experience, but just getting something off your chest and listening to yourself, say it, you can kind of work through a little, you can work through a little bit. And I bet your guys see that result of now they can take this home and be more honest with their partner or kids if they have them, other family members, and they can truly change the way they approach the world. Yeah. Just, and, and it's, it's amazing how you're doing it. You're doing it through skincare here. I can show you these changes here, but then also having this conversation with them. I'm sure you've probably seen it all. My favorite, uh, my favorite motto is how you do one thing is how you do everything. So how you take care of yourself from head to toe is how you will filter that into all parts of your life. So if you're compartmentalizing what you need and not even know what you need, mentally not taking care of your health, you know, not even taking care of your skin, how is that showing up in other parts of your life? And if you have a family, marry, if you have, you know, that you're now, you now have other people looking at you that that can possibly filter out to. So if I can show you through some actionable steps of let's just start taking care of the thing that takes care of you and you can start to see a change in that and you understand how this functions, you know, this is your skin. It's, it's, the skin is very adaptable to the environment. It's like, uh, I always call it like plasma because it changes. It really does. It changes in the cells. If you can understand that you're in your own body and be in your own body as you are going through this process, it does something. And it doesn't always happen right overnight. And it doesn't always happen very quickly. But if you're consistent, you see it happens. And it's those small molecular changes as you are going through the process of skincare and regimens um, is where you start to build that that relationship with yourself because it takes time it takes time I, i've kind of learned um just over the years of a lot of trial and error but the best things take time mm -hmm. the instant gratification doesn't really it works for a, a short amount of time but it doesn't really fix anything and even in my own life, coming through pharmacy school, I've had to take small steps every single day to kind of just change who I was as a person, mm -hmm. change my habits um, and regimen, like life regimens. And I feel like I'm super, I'm super grateful for the opportunity to have gone through this almost four year journey and seen, was like, look where I was in 2018. And 2000, like honestly, 2016, 17, or right before, you know, when I got accepted in that whole process, look at who I was and working my way through and who I am now. I'm not a completely different person, but I'm significantly different. Yeah. And when you take time, it's like taking care of the skin, taking care of the body, diet, healthy diet, exercise. When you take time and you do that six months, you'll see some results Four years, you'll see a ton.
and you'll be a completely different person. So I'm sure you've had longtime clients for years, and I'm sure you've seen just this slow titration of progression of a lot of different healthier changes to kind of radiate that out into the world as well. Yeah, I have. Um, <clears throat> I see men from ages 16 and 65, literally. I have the most diverse clientele uh, in the space that I'm in. Um, these men are college students, some are high school students, uh, CEOs. I mean, I have seen them. And yes, I've had most of my guys, um, a good core of them for a very long time, for the past, I would say, four years. Uh, when I started to really focus on men and it started with some of them started with brows the skincare um, really got hardcore in two years so yes I've seen the change and um, and it, it's it's nice to see I've seen it when they haven't even seen it you know they show up one of the things I used to get scared of I was like they're not going to show up there may come, they, here, I can tell them everything in the world. I can share with them all I can need to share. And they can believe everything and still won't show up for whatever particular reason. But they still show up. And that's all I realize, even with myself, just show up. And just showing up for yourself in this way, showing up for yourself every morning when you are consistent to the committed relationship we have established in the treatment room so we can you know work out some skin issues or just better your skin it changes the game so just the showing up is is a huge indicator that more men want this and want to do want to bring more of self-care into their world and they just want a safe space and a place and someone who understands them honestly and authentically, and and you would see them flower from that. Yeah. Oh, you also said something too. I, I just, I thought about it and I remember when you told me we were in pharmacology school, listen, brother, you have an opportunity as well, you know, because obviously you can be a pharmacist and I'm sure they go and make their prescriptions, and you can, but you can educate them. Imagine if you get yourself a few facials and skin treatments and you stayed on a regimen. I have a, a physician's reference desk book booklet because sometimes I deal with clients who are in cancer. Um, sometimes I deal with clients who are heavy medications and some of that shows up on their skin. Now, I, I don't, I'm not a dermatologist and so I don't diagnose anything, but I'm able to have a thorough conversation based off of, hey, you're using this particular medication. I'm noticing that, the, you know, the, the color of your skin is this and this is could be a factor, obviously I'll go, this is what I see based off of what I'm reading here and what I know you use, take this to your doctor and, and get it really double checked out and see if it works out. You're in pharmacology school, I know you're not a physician, but you can still have those conversations if you knew your own skin. Right. And how medications affect the skin. Imagine what you can do to so many men who don't even, can't even identify those things. You'll be able to, by reading your own skin through having that experience with an esthetician, you'll able to identify and go, hey, brother, I just come over here. I, I see some things. And why don't you go check this out in the doctor, with the doctor? You know, you, you can kind of lead them 
You know, we have an opportunity in the health, well, the opportunity of lifestyle medicine um, professionals, you, even your profession, to kind of just redirect men to take a little further look. So I, I think, you know, you have an opportunity there to, to, to jump in on that too. So you go get your skin done as well. Yeah, <laughs> I've, I visited an esthetician before and it's, it's really nice. Like the, the treatments are great. Your skin feels amazing afterwards. I mean, there's no doubt I'm, I'm advocating for it. I would say if any guy is listening, you've never done it, go. Not just go once, try, try do. So what estheticians do is packages. Sometimes it depends on what your needs are. Um, try doing a package where you can see over time, the change of the skin, watch the relationship changing yourself. Because going once is twice as nice. It's it's really nice to do something special for yourself. And that's how it's pretty much deemed. But try building a little bit of a relationship with an esthetician as you would with your barber and your physician. Watch, watch how that evolves in you. It, it will, especially because you um, are in health perspective, I'm health in the health um, world. And I'm sure you love doing what you're doing. This is why you're doing it. The conversation changes because you're now identifying things or looking at things that you can kind of navigate them to other, like I said, professionals. Absolutely. There's, and there's definitely medications that over long-term use wreak havoc on your skin and mm -hmm. like really kind of transform it, not in a great way. There's... I work with cancer patients and <clears throat> I teach a class here in LA what's well, me and a partner, we teach a class. Um, well, we were actually first going to the Tower Cancer Research Center and performing um, post-chemo treatment therapies, skin therapies on them. Their skin is completely um, changed after chemotherapy or on other integrative drugs they use for um, dealing with cancer. Um, and we educate them how that skin changes, what to look for, and what ingredients to stay away from and what ingredients to bring in. We've even taught them how to make their own DIY do-it-yourself mask at home. Um, and it's been great. There's men who go there, you know, who would have never thought to think about that. They, to think about how to take care of themselves in that way after chemo. And because they've been through such a life-threatening situation, and been through all the medications, they are more open to do it too. So yeah, I, I've seen it. I, I use that physician's desk reference book um, a lot. Yeah, that's that's <clears throat> um, really great that you do that just because a lot of medication side effects, just to kind of stick on the pharmacy for a little bit, they don't. I don't think they get discussed enough. And I don't have yeah. that much experience in healthcare yet. It's four years I've seen a lot of things on clinicals, but I have a ton more to learn. And yeah, you we can't diagnose anything. We, I don't do that. I just right. want to be very clear about that. I just say what I see and I will direct them to what I see and direct them to go to visit their healthcare professional. But it, it's helpful in treatment and just in understanding what the medications are and understanding what ingredients I can bring into the particular treatment or suggest to them in the simplest of skincare products. Right. And we'll just, you've, you've seen so much 
that I'm sure you can provide some assistance with saying like, Hey, or even just with, are you eating something? Is there yeah. something in your diet that is changing your skin? And again, not diagnosing, but there's no replacement for the amount of experience that you have and you've seen it. And I'm sure you've seen it repeated over and over again with different clients. Mm-hmm. And you can see, Hey, I've seen this before. And I actually, uh, a really good friend of mine's a tattoo artist and he's, he's essentially kind of a skin expert too. He's been tattooing forever. And he'll tell you like, based on how your tattoo heals, he's like, do you have fish oil in your diet? Stop taking it while you're tattooing, while I'm tattooing you, because it's going to fuck up your tattoo. And there's just things, there are things that he's seen on the skin just through experience. And he can tell you what your diet is, how much you drink, all of it. And I'm sure that you can see those too. So no one can really lie to you. No, they can't. And when you start talking to men, when we start having those conversations versus, oh, your skin is dry, your skin is oily, men respond to that because that is something they can understand. You know what I mean? That's something that's practical. Oh, this is why I need this. This is why I should be home taking care of my own skin. So I can identify, prevent. Do you understand? Absolutely. And so when you start having conversations like that, it takes it less out of the frivolity and bring it more to ground. I just say, deal with men on the real. Deal with them on the real. I don't care if my client is 19 years old, I deal with them on the real. Men want to be treated like adults. And I think this whole masculinity thing, which we I know we're gonna get into because we have to do a part two. That's when I can really delve into it. I think it insults, I think the word toxic masculinity, I have to say this, it speaks to lack of maturity of emotions that men are told or they were told not to embrace. Right. There's a there's a lack of emotional immaturity there. Guys with an overcompensation of a certain sort of austere roughness and invincibility complex that really hurts us. Because to be a real man, in my opinion, is to be full human and in touch with all of those things. And if I'm in touch with all of those things all my emotions and I'm expressing them and I can identify them, then I'm able to take care of myself the way I need to take care of myself. I love it. I'm ready for a part two, to be honest with you. And I, I know just talking to you on the, on the phone previously to meet you before, before you came on the podcast, you've got a lot of really interesting stuff to say about masculinity, how we get defined through our childhood how, and I mentioned to you, to, um, to you before about this is that when we're kids, you know, how do other kids hurt, you know, boys hurt each other. They attack their masculinity. They attack their sexuality always. And it's, and that is such a a crazy, I can't wait to dive into that topic because it, it comes out. I have stories. I mean, my gosh, I, I can, oh my God, that's a great, segue because I have stories about that. And here's the thing, I'm not the authority on all men. I'll share my experience and what I have seen, but I'm sure most men and 
no matter who they are, can relate. So I'm really excited to see what, I'm really excited to continue this conversation. Absolutely. Everybody, Michelle Yuli, we're going to do the first ever two-part podcast in Men's Health Unscripted because there's just, there's a lot to unpack here. Yeah, there is. So thank you so much for joining me um, and taking the time out of your day. We will talk soon and have another one pop up. Everybody stay tuned for part two of this awesome interview. My man. Thank you, brother. Have a good one. What's going on, guys? Thank you for tuning into the podcast. I wanted to talk to you about our amazing affiliate partner, I'm Aware Test Kits. I'm Aware offers lab quality tests accompanied by physician verified results. Just order the test kit online, collect your sample, and mail it back. You'll receive your results in less than a week. The best part is no waiting in traffic, getting to and from the dock or lab, and no waiting rooms full of people coughing and sneezing everywhere. Just visit www.imaware.health and check out their mini lab testing kits. These include PSA tests, lipid panels, testosterone levels, HbA1c, immune function, and so much more. Use our promo code Men's Health Unscripted for an additional 15% off. Remember, imaware.health promo code Men's Health Unscripted for fast, accurate, and physician-verified testing straight to your door. Guys, here at Men's Health Unscripted, nothing brings us more joy than helping men improve their confidence and ignite the fire within their relationships. This is why we partnered with the Phoenix Pro to get you rock hard. No matter if you're struggling with ED or just want to up your game in the bedroom, the Phoenix Pro offers a pain and side effect free solution for your manhood that uses acoustic wave therapy to get you to perform at your best below the belt. The Phoenix Pro is an at-home medical grade FDA recognized device endorsed by physicians to strengthen and enhance the blood vessels in the penis. This technology is over a decade old, but has been expensive and difficult to access. Go to rockhardscience.com slash MH unscripted for more information and use our promo code unscripted for $900 off the Phoenix Pro total package, which includes the device, consultation with a medical professional, a customized medical treatment plan for your goals, $500 off additional in-clinic treatments, a blue light vitality vacuum pump, some nitric oxide supplements for a little extra boost, and a journal to track your progress. Remember, www.rockhardscience.com slash mhunscripted, promo code unscripted, and claim your true vitality.